Welcome to another episode of the Strong Family Project Podcast. With a quick press record on Mel so we can get going with a short, fast episode for you. It's one that's important to her and something that I've joked about for years and then realized it's more serious than that. And it is something worth adopting. I've said this phrase many times when I was training people in the fitness industry and get eye rolls and jokes, but then they started using it themselves and it does make a difference. So I'll read us in. (laughs) Welcome back to the Strong Family Project podcast, where we guide you on the path to raising confident, independent, and resilient children in a strong family environment. Should I get right to it? I should probably explain that I forgot to put my protein shake down between the Healthy Kids (laughs) episode that we just pre-recorded and this episode. Now I'm still holding my... Although you drink that every day, so it could be any day, really. It's my lunch every day. And I'm wearing the same clothes and the same hat. But I don't think people notice. On I YouTube. put a little puff on my hair. That's Mixed a little different. Up. That's how I'll tell when I'm editing the videos. Go ahead. Oh, no, that last one might have had the puff. Anyway, so the phrase that we're talking about is saying have to versus saying get to. And Why I'm just going to. Why so long? I don't know. For emphasis? <laughs> emphasis. Emphasis, yep. Okay. A long, a long to-do list seems intimidating and burdensome. All these things we have to do in the course of a day or a week. But a get-to list sounds like a privilege. All the things we're excited about, the opportunity to experience. This isn't just semantic playing. It is a central facet of the philosopher's worldview. So I'm reading this from the Stoic, Daily Stoic. And I love this phrase because it's such a quick and powerful mindset shift from have to get to. And this really has been on my mind because the other day I was frustrated because I was paying all these bills and like some, sometimes those days are just frustrating. And I, and the kids were like, why do you seem stressed out? Well, I just had to spend all this time paying these bills, whatever. And then I realized, I said to myself, what if I changed it from, I have to pay these bills to, I get to pay these bills. And all of a sudden I was like, wow, when you say it like that, it makes me grateful well, I get to pay these bills. That must mean I have a home to live in. That must mean I have food to eat. And even all these things that we might take for granted, suddenly that one word shift made me like almost grateful to have bills to pay because it made me thankful for what I'm paying for what I have already in my life. So that was just the example that got me started on wanting to talk about this. Two quick stories on how it's impacted my life. I used to say a lot in the fitness industry when I was training people for about a decade, they'd say, oh, uh, so I have to do ten, five sets of 10 push-ups," And I say, no. And they get excited. And so you get to, <laughs> and they'd roll their eyes at me. And I did that until that, and like then people would like almost sarcastically say, oh, I get to do my five sets of 10 push-ups." Exactly. And even though we would do it in a joking way, I do think it influenced their version of the exercise, their vision of what exercises you get to exercise. A lot of people can't. You don't have to exercise. You could just sit on a couch and turn into a blob and have a very sad, unfortunate life. That would be a choice too, if that's the direction you want to do. Or you, since you're here, you get to do the exercise and get to have the benefits of it. It's really your choice. The second story I remember, one of the years along the same lines that, that Mel's talking about with bills, we had a big check to write to the IRS. I don't remember. It was like twenty or $30,000. Like it was a big check to write to the IRS early on in our company. And it was like, oh, I have to pay the IRS. But the truth was like we had a great year. We expanded the company. We added new staff. We added tons of new members. And we got to write that check because of what the work we were able to do in the community. So 
it had to be a mindset shift and the and why it's important is so that you let go of the stress and worry it was a huge check i've never written a check as big as that in my life up to that point and it was just like wow like it could have been daunting i could have complained about it for a long time but i just was able to switch the mindset around it it was someone advised it it wasn't that i came up by myself like hey you writing that big check means you had a great year that's the bottom line so had to accept that and move on yeah, it really shifts you right into positive thinking, so almost like magically, I feel. And the kids this summer, we have this chart of what they're t- what they are to accomplish on a daily basis, and they're taking more ownership over that. And they get to read 15 minutes a day. They get to read to their little brother. They get to write a journal. Now, all of those things, when I initially said to them, this is what you're going to be doing every day, it was a lot of have to. Ugh, I have to read 15 minutes. Ugh, I have to write a journal. I don't like writing. So already almost like the initial response is the have to, and you go right to the negative. And then as soon as we almost jokingly shifted it, right? Like, no, you get to read. You get to have books in the home. You get to go 3D print. You get to go do these things. It all of a sudden turns it from something you have to do, something that you dread, to something that you almost want. And it is done through repetition. Like I said, I was met with lots of eye rolls, and then they would adapt it or adopt it. But the kids... We saw the same thing with them. We would take a little more nudging, a little more sarcasm. Oh, do you think mom and I know how to read and write? Okay, then why do you think we are doing this for you to have your 15 minutes to help you or to help us? Because I'm pretty sure like we understand how reading and writing and journaling works. We do it all the time. And, oh, I have to do it. Like, don't you want to get to be able to read and write at a level that can serve you in your life? And they roll their eyes, yes. Like They have to understand that it is for them. It's not for us. We're going to help and guide you and we're hold the standard of the family and we're going to hold you to a higher standard yourself. We're going to encourage you to reach for that standard and even further than it, but we do have a minimum standard. These are the things you get to do each day. Whether you are thankful for them now or thankful for them later, you will be thankful for these things. Right. And even the other day, we were. I mentioned to, to my oldest this morning, I think it was this morning, I said, we're about to do a family workout and we want the kids to get to the point where we don't have to tell them. They will just decide for themselves that it's what they want to do because they know it's good for them. Henry comes down by himself all the time. Right. But this morning, Logan rolled his eyes and was like, ugh, I have to. And if I don't go, then I'm going to get in trouble. And I was like, stop in your tracks right now. Like, you get to do a workout. You get to have a dad who can train you in your own home. That's already like a benefit and a special thing. But you get to work out. And only come down if you think you're actually doing it for you. It's not for us. We're in charge of our own health and our own our own physical health and, every, and all that stuff. But you need to now just shift that mindset. So it's just that constant gentle pressure of switching the have to to the get to. And then it was a great workout. One of our family core values is gratitude for this reason that to be thankful for these things that Mel said. You get to have a gym in your house you get to be taught these habits you get to be taught these habits by the people have paid me thousands of dollars to teach them fitness you get to have that for free right now and i genuinely care and love you so i want to help you get the best that you can be and having gratitude for those things and not taking it for advantage because every parent that's listening has different things that they can contribute to their kids and their kids should be taught and they should genuinely feel some gratitude for the parents being able to gift that to their child. 
And again, as parents, it's our responsibility, I think, to help our kids shape these mindsets. We, I could get mad at him and just say, no, you get to, and like then do it with a tone like that, which still makes it negative. But I'm like, come on, you get to. Let's be thankful for these things that we have in our family. And I, I just want to nudge that gently every time something comes up. And the sooner you can nip it in the bud, like as soon as he like made that face and you catch it and then you reinstill that nudging of get to, not have to, and almost like laughingly, they do pick up on it and they do adopt it over time. And we've seen that make a big change in our lives as adults and also in, in the kids. I remember when I was younger, we had a weight set that my dad had got at a garage sale. It's like those old concrete weights. They're just in a laundry basket. There's five of them. I don't think there was a bar or anything. It was just gray, round, concrete weights. <laughs> and they're just in the basement. Like, all right, if you want to go down and, I don't know, lift those around. Like, he had no idea. Like, lift them around. See what happens <laughs> if you want. There was no coaching and experience. And when those things get taken for granted is where we need to do some more education to the kids so that they're showing gratitude towards the opportunities that they have and don't assume that they're always going to be there. And that's something we struggle with from coming from a family of relatively have-nots with a lot of things to a family that does have a lot. How do we instill gratitude in our kids so they don't become spoiled, which will be a topic for a whole nother episode. But this is a big piece of it. Like You get to do these challenging things. It's not that you get to just hand the things. You don't get a new car at your 16th birthday or anything like that here. Like These are all part of the process of life that will serve you more than a thing that I can give you. Yeah. I think we've covered it. I just think if you try it, I challenge you to just try it one time today. If you catch yourself as an adult saying have to, even if it's something like paying bills or washing dishes or whatever. It's usually a lie too. Uh, yeah. Uh, I, I, ha- I can't. I have to do this. No, you couldn't. You could choose to do something else. You're, it's a self-limiting belief. Sorry for right. cutting you off. But no, usually just... the have to's are followed by a lie. And I've, I know from personal experience, like, oh, I, I can't this week and I have to do this. That sounds weak. You couldn't choose to do something else you ultimately do have the freedoms to do go ahead or take the silly dishes example i'll say the kids will be like let's go hang out on the porch and then i'm like i have to go wash these dishes because i don't like waiting till later but it really is a choice i would rather hang out with them and then just put it off and then when i am washing them and i'm like ugh, i have to wash dishes i switch it around because i have a cool copper sink now and i just enjoy washing them in my nice copper sink so as soon as i shift it to like i get to wash dishes what does that mean that means i was able to cook a meal for my family we were able to sit together. I have a cool sink, whatever. We had food. We got to we, we save dishes food. like in my blender here, no cup. But seriously, as soon as I think about it that way, what does it mean when you have lots of dishes? It usually means because food was eaten, food was made, time together was had. It, a lot of good stuff can come from just changing that one word. For more free resources, visit strongfamilyproject.com. We put them up there for you. Please do share the show If you find this valuable, if you're watching on YouTube, drop us a comment below with any of your parenting thoughts or questions so that we can tackle them on another episode. Thanks for listening.